Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Down to the Core. We are your host. I am Jim. And I'm Julie. And we are the founders of Sita Hope Soul Coaching. And each week we will bring you three episodes where you will get to hear her perspective, his perspective, and, and our, our perspective. perspective. Today, Today you'll get, get both of us. us. So, so let's get started. So good evening, Soul Family. We're so happy that you can hang out around the fire with us tonight. I think we're going to call this episode Friday Nights at the Fire Pit. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Since that's where we're at. <laughs> that's where we're at. Um, now, nah, so we just want to jump on here tonight. And if we are next to the fire, you can probably hear it crackling. And um, continue our conversation about all of our most favorite thing in the whole world. Money. Money. <laughs> gotta love it. Gotta hate it. Gotta love to hate it. Hate to love it. And all the jazz, huh? Um, but, uh. I don't even know what to say. Well, I I listened to your podcast today, and you were talking about um, one of the things that you were talking about was having all the things, you know. And what stuck out to me by listening to that was um, I haven't always had all the things. No. You know, and. This is the first time in my life and since I've been married to you that I would say I've had all the things. Mm. Although I haven't had all the things, but I have. Had everything you, you know, want. I've had it I've had everything that I want. I got to buy a piece of property for the first time, own my own home. Had a brand new car. You know, had a brand new car, had all of these things. But you know what? Even though I had all of those things, it didn't change anything. It didn't, one, it didn't change me. It doesn't. It didn't, you know, it didn't make me happier. It didn't make me, you know, any different as a person. It didn't, and, you know, that's, I don't know. When I look back at that, I go, that's all I've ever wanted in my life, right? Was to say, okay, yeah, I had all the things. But I had all the things and nothing changed in my life. Like, as a person, I didn't change just because I had those things. Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes when it comes to money, people start to get it. I mean, my, my last job that I had, I made the most money I've ever made in my life. I worked my ass off. Every day I was working 40 plus hours a week and was bringing home amazing money, but I was so unhappy the whole Mm -hmm. entire time. And I had a brand new car. I had, I had a home. I had all the, but I couldn't give to what I wanted to give to, which was really like being at home, working on the homestead putting in the effort to those things. And so I still felt like there was something missing in my life. Mm-hmm. And today, I mean, that hasn't even been a couple of years, but today here we are sitting in front of the fire, you know, and we're both still working part-time. I would consider part-time, but doing what we love. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and being able to do it in a way that is fulfilling because we're helping other people mm-hmm. and making enough money that yes, we're just we're just barely getting by. We're making sure our bills are paid and but we're debt free. But we're debt free. <laughs> that's freedom. That's real freedom. You know? For me, that's freedom. And you know, for me, I think that's the happy that's because to me, I mean, I've been homeless. Literally, excuse me, literally been homeless, living on the street, living in a hole in the ground. And I have never been happier. And I'm barely making any money. I mean, people would look at us and be like, you know, how are you making it? But the the thing is, is that it doesn't matter how I'm I'm making it. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. You know, and... I'm happy. You know, I mean, sure, there's things that happen in life, you know. I mean, we've had some things that just came up today. But, you know, it's just as far as the money issue goes, we're happy, Mm -hmm. you know. And I don't think that either one of us, you know, feels that, you know, having more money makes us happier. Nope. Because we've been there. And the problem is, is that. Even in those times when we had the money, and we have, we've always had a great relationship, but it didn't change anything in our relationship. No. You know? And what's funny for me is, <laughs> it's, it's going to sound really weird, but I've had the most peace in the moments where we've had the least amount of money. That, yeah. And it's, it's the truth. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember like when we were building the church and we had oh. no freaking money. <laughs> we had nothing. I mean, I don't even think our kids know. Literally, we, we, had, we nothing. had nothing. There was days nothing. where we would cry in our bedroom because we, we had, had nothing. We and, had we, nothing. And, and our daughter was coming to us and going, hey, it's graduation. Oh, I got to do this. I need to do this and I need to get this and I need to get oh, this. Oh, we need pictures for this. And, and we would we cry this, like, how are we going to do this? And you're like, we'll make it happen. This yeah. will make it happen. But, and... We always made and, it you know, happen. God made it happen. He, always. He came through. And, but it was it, it was weird because I know I've thought about that before. Those, those has always been. I, I remember because it, it always seemed like any time either one of us got to a point where they're actually making good money because we never both done it at the same time. <laughs> I know. That's so weird. <laughs> you said that too in your podcast. And I was like, you know, it is true because. There's never been a time where Not in both of us were making years. the equal amount in 13 years. It's like never. one has a great job and the other's not working or not, or not making money at all. Yeah, exactly. They're working their ass off yeah. doing other things, but there's yeah. no pay. It's just funny how that is. But we, uh, we just, I don't know, thinking about it, it's, anyway, and we've, we've, we've been, I think, really blessed and. I mean, just where we're at when we sit here now, knowing that, I mean, we are out of debt and everything we own is ours and we can do whatever we want, go wherever we desire to go mm-hmm. and within um, the realms of, you know, <clears throat> stuff. But, and we still have skills, so we still make money and, you know, stuff. Yeah, and, and I think. But it's like, it's like the focus, mm-hmm. you know, and so I mean, that would be my question to anybody that's listening is. You know, are is your focus on making more money so you can buy more things, mm-hmm. or is it you know making enough money 
to be able to provide for yourself and your kids. And, and I'm not saying making money and just buying all kinds of stuff isn't, I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, for myself, it it's like, um, it becomes like it's just another freaking addiction. Well, it's like you, another idol. You get, I mean, yeah, idol. When exactly. you and I first got married, um, I had been, you know, I'd already been in recovery for a couple of years and, you know, I mean, you'd already been in recovery for a couple of years. And I think that we both had some financial damage that, mm-hmm. you know, we were trying, although I didn't really have a whole lot of financial anything before that. And I didn't really have any credit, but when you and I got married, it changed things. And I remember the first time I ever went to shopping with a girlfriend and they were like, Hey, do you want to fill out a credit card form so you can get, you know, a certain amount off or whatever. And I was like, Oh sure. Why not? You know, I wasn't expecting to get it. And then I got it. And that was I got, bad news. I got like a $500 <laughs> credit or something on this uh-huh. card. And I was like, Oh my God. Like I remember the feeling. It was like a rush for me. And because money is a rush. Yeah. I <laughs> never had had that before. I'd never had a thing where I could be like, Oh my God, I got this credit card. I was like, cool. Like I got this credit card. I spent some money on it. And then we turned around, we just paid it off. But then the problem was, was I continued to do that at every store I went to. And the problem was is that I couldn't keep up with payments. And it was a rush. It was an absolute rush for me to have these credit cards and be able to go and, and buy, you know, clothes or whatever I was buying because I never have had the opportunity to do that in my life ever. And so I thought, you know, this is great. This is cool. This is awesome. Like I'm making life happen. And then one day, all of a sudden it all like imploded. And we didn't have any money and we were struggling and all of these credit card bills were coming in and I'm like, oh my God, I can't even pay the freaking bill. Like, what am I going to do? And they just kept adding up because when you can't pay something, you just let it go. And what ended up happening was we ended up with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of debt because... I didn't have a concept of what it meant, you know, I didn't. And that's where my unhealthy relationship with money came in. And there was a point where like, you always wanted to say, Hey, you know, like talk to me about it. And I couldn't even talk about it. Like you would say, Hey, we need to sit down and talk about money. And I would flip the fuck out. Like, I'm not talking about money. Like, how dare you? You know, and today it's not a comfortable conversation, but I feel like you're better. You're way better. You've come, you've come a long ways, babe. (laughs) Come a long ways. Than I, than I was, you know? Yeah. Um, and just so everybody knows all those bills are paid off now. They are. And it hasn't been easy, and you know, it hasn't been and, easy, but we know, got them paid off. But and, you know so. what that came down to? And I'm grateful because we invested in something and that investment paid off enough for us to be able to sell what we had. And even in that moment of selling what we had to make that investment, we even had, because those things came up, 
I mean, we had, mm-hmm. we were selling a piece of property. The liens came up and they were like, our realtor happened to say, you know. All she the- said, what the fuck? You're <laughs> embarrassing me. Oh my God. That's what she said. You know, how dare you embarrass me? <laughs> Granite. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's some other stuff with that, but I just, in that though, it's like, that shit's paid off because yeah, we were grateful. We invested. We were, we were in grateful. And, and, and the whole entire time yeah. that was happening to us and those things were being said, we were like, so what? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter to you. Like, our shit is going to be paid off. And, you know, I look back now and I'm like, sure, we could have had a little bit more money in our pocket from that investment. But. In the place that we are today, I am grateful that we had the investment mm-hmm. to be able to pay that off. Yeah, most you definitely. Um, because I think in that, you know, in that, in, you know, especially since I've lost my career, really, um, and lost the majority of our income, we've, I personally have been able to work on my relationship with money, which is, you know, Simple things like going to the store and saying, do you really need that shirt? Or is that shirt only going to please you for the moment? What is that going to look like for you? Mm-hmm. And it's having that hard conversation with yourself to say, why are you, why do you want to buy this shirt? So you can look good for the moment. So you can please yourself for this moment. What is What is the real reason of that? And, and learning how to have a healthy relationship with money. And believe me, I'm not perfect at that. I, I mean, I'm just beginning to learn how to do that, but I feel like I'm on the right path mm-hmm. for that. And I think it's like with anything, you, you got to come to a realization that what you're doing isn't working. And it, it's, it's not about blame and shame and guilt and, you know, all the, it, cause none of that freaking matters. It's just whatever it is. And like I was saying, for me, it was my inability to spend money, <laughs> right? And how, um, you know, she, uh, Julie, she gives me grief because I, I like, I like really worn underwear because they're super comfortable. And if you have the hole in the right spot, then you have an easy out in case of accident or something. So, um, but whenever she finds any of my any of my clothes, specifically <laughs> underwear that have holes, she throws them away. I rip them. <laughs> she rips them. them in half. And, you know, but I'm just saying that, I mean, I won't even go and spend 10 bucks on a new pair of underwear. So, you know, I just, that's how I've always been. Well, and that's and, one of the things that you talked about on Wednesday was, you know, it's like the opposite of, right? Yeah, we have exactly. people like myself that mm-hmm. just go and spend money you know, without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then people like you who can't even go and buy a freaking pair of underwear and you've got nope, 20 holes. I bought a new carburetor for our generator. I bought a new water pump <laughs> for our trailer. And our truck is you going did. in on Monday. Yes. And I spend a lot of money you now. Have. <laughs> I do give you credit for that. But, um, and I'm grateful for that because I think, you know, you have taught me as frustrated as that has made me 
you have taught me in the last 13 years to learn how to save money. Um, but I think there's that happy medium, right? Well, sure, like, sure, sure. This there is, is what a we happy need to spend medium. money on, yes. which is our yeah. carburetor, our, yeah. you know, yeah. water pump, whatever we need mm-hmm. for our travels. And then buying new underwear. Like, yeah. we're not poor enough that you can't buy yourself new, new, new underwear. New underwear are not nearly as important as a water pump. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need so, underwear, babe. I even wear them half the time anyway. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just, I think you, you know, in that sense, you, you really have taught me a lot. And I think, you know, that, I mean, that's a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to be that person that hoards money yeah. to where when I'm freaking 90 years old and I have money in the bank that I don't want to spend it because, oh, it's supposed to go to my kids. And I get that concept at the same time. But the whole reason why you work your fucking life away is to save money. And then when it comes time that you're supposed to use it to take care of yourself, you don't use it. Yeah, I know. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. And, and that to me is the whole programming piece of it is what we've been taught our whole entire lives. Work, 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 work your whole freaking life away and not enjoy life and then save up all this money to where the day that you can't use it or you can't do anything anymore and enjoy your money, now you don't want to spend it because now you're just wanting to save it for your kids, which I get that concept, but at the same time, I don't get it because you should be enjoying life. Yeah. And I think that's the problem is that we struggle as humans, right, to have this uh, even Peter Potter of, you know, enjoying life, but also, and everybody's way that they enjoy life, it, it's going to be different, but I don't think there should be this, um, well, you're not enjoying life the way I feel like you should exactly. be enjoying life kind of thing. It, it's not about that because I live life differently than you live life. Um, so if I only want to make a thousand dollars a month and that's what makes me happy and that's how I can, you know, enjoy my life and I have my bills paid and all the things are done, then why does it matter to you Mm -hmm. how I'm enjoying life? It shouldn't. And I think that's where, you know, people get this wrong concept about money. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would not be opposed to making $10,000 a month in our coaching business or, you know, even 5,000 a month. I wouldn't be opposed to that, but I want it to be known that that doesn't change who I am. I mean, even when I was making the money that I was making and I was making good money, I was making what? 5,000 a month. I mean, that's pretty good money. Um, but at the same time, it didn't change who I was, but what it did change was how much I, the things that I bought, like, you know, that had a car, had two car payments. I had, you know, all these different things. And I want to be able to live my life the way I'm living now and still make that money and be able to give it away to other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said on my podcast, be able to give that waitress that $500 tip or that $100 tip or be awesome, buy right? that guy, a, you know, an apartment and say, here, here's a job, you know, yeah. because that's what we're about. Yeah. We're not about, oh, because you have the best marketing strategy or because you have this or because you have that, I want to invest in the $10,000 that you can, you know, 
give me this best marketing strategy because for me, it's not about that. For me, it's about helping other people yeah. because I've been there. I've lived in the hole in the ground, homeless, drug addict, being abused every day. And I want to be able to help that same person and say, look, you can pull yourself up from the ashes. There's another way. You know, there is another way. And people that haven't been there, they don't, I don't feel like they understand it as much. Well, they don't. <laughs> you can't, you can't have any understanding of something you've never been through. It's just, you can read whatever, however much about stuff. You can study it. You can do whatever the hell. But until you get out on the job site and you're looking at a plane board and a set of plans, <laughs> You either know how to build it or you don't, well, and that's it. You know, that it, and that only comes from experience. It does. That that don't life. That's how life is. It's mm -hmm. all experience. Yeah, totally. And you know, I just think that money goes to people's heads, and I think that you know, too many people in the world have an unhealthy relationship with money. They sure. think that money buys them happiness. They think that money gives them. The, that's what TV this, says. That's this, that's quote of success and they think you know all these things and you know i shared you know about somebody who told me you know made a comment basically that i'm not successful a successful life coach because i blah 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 whatever wait i feel pretty goddamn successful in my life today yeah. <laughs> i mean not everything's perfect you know but i do feel pretty damn successful and for you to tell me that I'm not because I don't make 10000 or a million dollars a year is just asinine to me. It just feels totally asinine. Yeah. You know? And I think too many people are in that place. That it's all monetary. And and it is. It's, it's the world. Or at least the United States. I mean, it's... Everything you see on TV, everything on the radio, it was all about buy, 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 da, 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 buy, make more money, make more money, <laughs> take more pills. Um, you know, it's to keep people in debt because that's how the rich people make their money. You know, and how the rich people make their money. Well, it is. <laughs> I mean. I, I mean, a, I know that there's some rich people out there that, you know, actually give back. There are. There you know? Are, yes. Um, and thank God that they do, you know, because I think that they are <clears throat> what makes a way for yes. other people, you yes. know? Most definitely. And, you know, I don't think that, you know, our whole point of doing the coaching is to make money. No. I mean, sure, does it help? Of course it does. Sure. But our whole point in doing our coaching and doing what we're doing is to help someone else find, you know, uh, Purpose. relate yeah. to relate, to relate to somebody who's like them yeah. that, that isn't making the million dollars a year and doesn't truly understand them because I know a lot of coaches and I've worked with a lot of coaches that, and I follow a lot of coaches and I'm like, God, that looks great. But then I talk to them or I send them a message and I'm like, mm, no, because it all comes down to the money. You know, you don't, 
I want to be able to just be like, I want to help you because I want to help you, not because I want your $500 a month or your $200 a month, mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. I mean, of course we got to make money, but it's not the driving force. It's not the driving force, you know? And I don't know. I mean, some people would say that's a crappy way to look at it, but I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think either. that's what makes us real. I think that's what makes us. Well, how many hours we put in in ministry and never get paid and, and all, all that was all about helping people. We yeah. surely weren't doing it for the money. No, I mean, we did years, <laughs> years and years and years and years of service and not, not you know. got paid for any of it, mm -hmm. you know, but we did get paid. We well, got we paid did. in knowledge and God paid us and, yeah. you know, we got, you know. And we got paid in watching, watching people change their lives. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Watching totally. The, watching the miracle, which is the single coolest thing it ever. It is. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess my challenge, I guess, for this week for people is to ask yourself and literally look yourself in the mirror. And I mean this, like, look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, do I have a healthy or an unhealthy relationship with money and be honest with yourself. If you see yourself in the mirror and you ask yourself, do I have an unhealthy or a healthy relationship with money? And the first thing that comes to your mind is I need to have the materialistic things. Then I would question whether or not you have a healthy relationship with money. I have to have the next best thing. I have to be like the Joneses. I have to have the next, you know, amazing house or whatever the case is, because your house, your car, and all of those things do not make you who you are. They just don't. They don't. And, and they don't bring you happiness. They don't. And as Jilly was saying that, for me, I think people say, well, yeah, but so what? And, and I want, you know, well, you want it, then, you know, whatever, do your thing. But just remember in the chasing after the treasures there's a huge cost there's a huge cost. there's a huge cost in everything um i lost three families and i blamed it on girls and drugs and work and you know all this stuff and at, at the core of it were not work but at the core of it was the work because i was at work all the freaking time chasing the money thing um there is a cost so you have to decide what are you willing to give up for that next best thing when for me being home with my wife or kids or hanging out with friends building relationships with people far outweighs my desire right now to work an extra 10 hours a week <laughs> yeah and you know so. i remember i remember um a time when we were in ministry and i remember you coming home one day and you were so upset and i think it was you know at night we went to bed or whatever and i was like what's going on and you were like i had a meeting today with one of my mentors and my mentor basically said you know you're not giving enough. You're not putting, you need to do this, this, and this. It was all about giving your time. And you said, I did that. And I lost three marriages because I did that. And I remember that day. And I remember thinking to myself in that moment, wow, 
this guy really loves me because I've never had anyone who has ever said, I am not willing to risk my marriage again to work 80 plus hours again for nothing. Cause at that time we weren't getting anything for the ministry. So what you're telling me right now, 60 hours a week isn't enough. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. and, and I know that, you know, I mean, to some people that may sound like what, you know, but that was the reality that we were living. It was. And even it not was. making the money doing that ministry, you were still telling them, I am not willing to put in more time <laughs> and ruin my marriage. What you get. You know. And, and, and it's okay to take that stand with people Anybody. that are paying you too, you yeah. know, whether, I mean, however you get your money. You know, mm -hmm. um, one of the things, uh, I guess that was new to me, um, when I got involved in the church was the idea of taking a Sabbath, you know, it's the Sabbath day, you know, and you know, Sundays are supposed to be our Sabbath, right? And other, some beliefs it's Saturday and whatever. I don't give a shit what day you pick. Um, but I, I never took it. I mean, it, that was never my thing days off. Cause I just, I work, but so this whole thing, it was foreign to me. And so anyways, the whole thing was, you know, you need to take, you know, you got to take your day off every week, but then it was, you know, every month you need to take like a, what was it? A three day weekend or something yeah. and be away. And then like every quarter take seven. four day or yeah, seven, seven day days. Or and, it was and, you know, so it just built up basically just teaching people how to, and I remember the first time I'm just like, yeah, right. You know, that's just fucking dumb. And um, but you know, I started practicing it and it's pretty amazing when you start getting away from the insanity of work and life, whatever's keeping you from living your dream, right. Is how I'll say it. Um, you see, or you find really quickly, or you remember really quickly what that dream was. Um, because when you're busy all the time, you're distracted and you're in the middle of all the crap, you know, you, your little boy or your little girl dies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, or actually you put them in prison. They don't Ew. die. You stick them in prison. And so, and you can't bust them out until you get the hell out of the insanity and just learn how to be with yourself, which is an extremely frightening thing for a lot of people. I know it was for me and it took me a long time to get there. Um, but uh, it's, it's not until you can do that that you really start to understand who you are, you know, and you start to remember those things that you like to do. And and then maybe you can start to remember some of the things that reignite an old dream, you know. I think Julie and I were embarking on this new one for us, but at the same time, for me, this is something I've wanted ever since I was a kid. You yeah, know? you so know, it, I think it is something for me, too, because, I mean, my whole entire life, I have never had a desire to work for a corporation ever. I've never had a desire to be like, yeah, I want to be that nine to five girl. Like I want this nine to five job and I want to do this and I want to do that. I've never been intrigued by that. Yeah. I have always been intrigued by how can I make something happen on my own? Yeah. And I think that, you know, the only way, to do that is just 
just to do it. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, that sounds so scary, but. That's the way. That's what it's you gotta the only do. way because, I mean, it's like, do it. I'm thinking about our next adventure, which is us moving to Texas and we're leaving like next, next week. week. We're leaving <laughs> to head there. And I, I went on to the small little community pages and I'm like, look, my husband and I are camp hosting. We're doing this thing. We have certain hours we have to give in order to have our site, but we also do these extra things. I house clean. He does construction. We're handyman workers. We do all these things. But the only way to do that is to freaking do it. That is. You know? Like, and we've, I don't feel like for me, growing up, I don't feel like I was ever taught that it was okay to do that. That it was okay to make your own way. That it was okay to, you know, um, have your own business. That it was okay to, you know, and that's sad to me because I think that there would be so many amazing opportunities for people. I think that, you know, back in the old days when people were starting their own businesses and doing those things, I think that they had a good heart in that. But I think that somewhere along the line, the United States of America as a corporation got involved and they were like, nope, you have to do it this way. Because they needed money. Oh, and so we got caught in that dogma. Yeah. I guess that's what it's called, right? Dogma? Well, it is. And uh, you have to do it this way and you got to, you know, all these things. And it's just like, you don't, you don't have to. And that is why we have so many people doing illegal things. According <laughs> to the law, exactly. it's illegal. Well, is, it's not. Is it is it illegal is it or really? is it just a different way of life? Or is it just a different way of life? Is living by the law of the land. You know? And, you know, I just... And I'm not saying, like, become a fucking drug dealer. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying. What I'm saying, though, is that me being a house cleaner on the side is not illegal. You know, it's not illegal, but it's a way for me to make money and Mm -hmm. still live a great life. Exactly. And just because you don't see it as that doesn't mean that it's wrong. It doesn't mean that you're right. (laughs) You know? You do you, boo. So, anyhow, that's my challenge is just ask yourself if you have a healthy or an unhealthy relationship with money and... You know, I'm not a professional at the money thing, but I do have some insight. I can help you a little bit. And if it's something I can't help you with, I know people that can. But um, if it's something you struggle with, you know, I'm willing to share my story and share what I've gone through and share what I'm going through now because I'm still every day is a challenge today. I'm coming back home and I'm like, I want to go to Fred Meyer's and I'm going to go pick something up for dinner. And I'm like, you got leftovers. You can eat leftovers. But really what I wanted to do was go and buy myself a freaking shirt and a pair of pants. But for what? And I didn't. I came home. I didn't do it. I didn't buy myself anything new. Good Woo! job, babe. <laughs> Good job. That's a victory right there. What's your leftover for them, I guess? I would just say check your motives with stuff, you know. Um, there's, you know, there's a time and season for everything under the sun. 
you know, there's a time where you got to work your ass off so you can enjoy some time. And there's times that you can maybe just skate by and do whatever, you know, but it's just, just check your motives, you know, um, it's, it's, I've, I've witnessed, A lot of families. And not mine, I mean mine, but others. Um, just destroyed, you know, by this stupid freaking money thing, you know. And, and it doesn't matter if, if it's your fault or it's not your fault, you know. I mean, none of this stuff matters. You just, you wake up in a day, you're in a situation that you're in, and you just got to figure how the hell to get out of it, right? Um, there's always a way out. There's always a way to figure it out. You know, banks will always work with you. Uh, lenders, whatever, whatever you're using, I guess, maybe I should say, will work with you. And um, the thing that you don't want to do is ignore it. <laughs> because when you ignore it, it never goes away. It just gets bigger. You know, so if you find yourself in a financial situation right now, maybe. And, um, you know, first of all, check your motives. Second of all, you know, just deal with it, man. Deal with it freaking head on. Um, get through it because on the other side, you can have 100% victory, you know? And usually things aren't as bad as what we make them out to be in our head, you know? Those phone calls that we're scared to make are never as bad as they are. And then, you know what? If they end up being worse, then at least you had it. You did your part. So check your motives and do the things you need to do to get to where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Anyhow, so, Soul Family, I think we're going to call it for tonight. Uh, we're going to enjoy the remainder of our, <laughs> our fire. fire's dying. We are cold. It's freezing out here. It's cold here in Oregon right now. I can't and wait to get to Texas. Just Texas. It's not going to be cold. Um, but anyhow, Soul Family, just check your motives. Ask yourself the question, what's your relationship with money right now? And um, we will be coming out next week with some new stuff. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about next week. Like we've always said, we're never going to have, we don't have an agenda for this podcast. We don't have a schedule. Going organic. Organic. It's organic. It's freaking authentic. It is what it is. And always 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 take only what resonates with you don't take what doesn't resonate with you um and if you feel the need to reach out or leave a comment um just leave a comment ask a question you can always look us up on instagram at see to hope soul coaching and we do have a facebook page at seed of hope life coaching and you can email us at seedofhope329 anytime, any day, at any time, like I said. And, uh, we are just so grateful um, that you guys continue to follow us, to continue to share. Um, there are many, many ways to support us. Um, you don't have to support us financially. If you want to support us financially, Please send us an email and we will um, get you a way to support us financially. It doesn't matter whether it's a dollar. It doesn't matter whether it's five dollars. It doesn't matter. Um, and again, we love you so much and we look forward to talking to you again on Monday.
Good night, soul family. We love you. Good night.